Welcome to The Way Freedom Flies. I'm Anthony, and I hope that you're all having a blessed week and that you're all enjoying yourselves. I mean, there has been a lot of stuff happening, and some things sad, some things crazy, but in essence, I hope that you are having a fun time. Now, I want to first start out with my heart goes out to those people in Hawaii, especially those that have lost loved ones. Um, hopefully through the Maui fires out there, hopefully that they are able to get their lives back together because we all know that the government isn't going to be putting time unless they start changing Hawaii to Ukraine. But, um, in all that, I hope the local community comes together, churches do their part and start, um, stepping up to the plate because I think that that is a major point of where the churches need to be and show that we don't need government to just come in and rescue people. We need the churches to come in and communities to come in and help out. You know, us individually helping out is bigger than a government can do and faster. Don't wait on something that will not, you know, does not put in any effort into you and just takes from you. You know, the government has taken from the people for so long, and now they want something a little bit back. That's not going to happen. The government's not made for that. Government's too big, too slow, not agile enough. But the communities, the churches, even if you don't live in that area, you know, out here, you know, to find different ways to go in and help that community is a much better and more has more results than just letting a government do something. So I wanted to put that out there because my heart does go out to that community. And I do pray that they will um, go through and get everything back up and running down there. And for those people that are taking advantage of and buying up all the property or whatever else, that is shameful. I was listening to a um, Flashpoint a little um, snippet from Flashpoint here, and they were mentioning that. And I just I can't believe people are doing that. This is people's livelihoods and stuff that they want, and you just want to snatch up their land. That's very, very sick and evil, and um, your eggs are going to come home to roost very soon, or the chickens are going to come home to roost. <laughs> eggs, what am I talking about? Um, and it will not look pretty. So I wanted to mention that as well. I guess let's switch a little gears into another, I guess this is kind of crazy, but Trump is now indicted for a fourth time, so um, his poll numbers don't need any help as they just got all the help they needed from an indictment. I can't believe this. I mean, seriously, his poll numbers have gone up each time these indictments have happened. And each time they go through and they say, you know what, this is uh, not happening. We think we got him this time. Let's do it again. And... God may not always choose the perfect person. In fact, to read through the Bible, he rarely chooses the perfect person. In fact, there was only one time he chose the perfect person, Jesus. <laughs> and that was because it was of his own flesh, right? And you, you have people throughout history that, and through the Bible, have done incredible things, even though that they weren't perfect you know, they had certain issues. I mean, even kings had um, women issues, right? And throughout time, and you kind of look at it, I like to listen to prophetic words because I think that they, you can glean a lot of what God is kind of telling you or telling us and guiding us on what to do and gives us, 
even more hope and guidance to be able to drive us forward and do what he has called us to do at a higher level. I, I fully feel that way. And if Trump is the one that he, God wants to put in here, what am I doing to, why would I try to prevent that, right? Now that's an assessment you all have to make for yourself, but you know, what is God calling you to do in this moment? And I think for me, it is to make sure that we are going to put the right person back into where he rightfully belongs. I want to put, you know, people that are in office that are God anointed, that our God would like to have in that office, not, you know, the person that's scamming you that says that they're the best for the job, not the person that is a two-faced phony that as soon as you they get in, they will change their tune. You know, I, I fully believe that people can go through and change for the better. I also believe that if people can can also be a two-faced liar like the devil is. And if you think that the devil is not going to lie, cheat, and steal from you, you obviously haven't met the devil. And in doing so, you have to realize that he's going to do these certain things to try to make sure that he is has control of you. So what do we need to do to stop that control is to make sure that we are in tune and hooked into God and follow him. And I, I, I understand I've kind of mentioned this before that a lot of people may not be in tune with him, right? They might follow devil or whatever else. This is, if you guys have time, I highly recommend to read Outwitting the Devil. Uh, you know, th these are just some good books. Just It's an interview with the devil and just being able to go back and forth. Now, if you haven't read the Bible first, first go to read the Bible. That's a better book to start with. Um, and then once you're done reading Outwitting the Devil, go read the Bible again. I I, I actually enjoyed that sequence um, or listen to it, whatever uh, fits, uh, fits your um, style better. I think that if you can do both, I know I'm a slow reader. My wife's way fa My kids are faster than me at reading. You give my, you give my daughter a book and wow, she can, she can burn through that book like it's no tomorrow. Uh, I, I am, I've just never been that fast of a reader, but hopefully one day that that'll be solved because I would like to be a faster reader at some point. So I'm trying to get better at it. But in seeing uh, people can be duped and, you know, and tricked by the devil, it happens all the time. I'm not saying that that's, you know, it's your downfall or, or everything else. I'm just saying that that's what happens, right? And we all have to be mindful of that. And we all have to, you know, stand against and bind that devil up. We have power over him. We do. We are very, we're God's creation. We're made in God's image. And God has power the devil does not have. And we, we that is in us too. We have access to that. You know, there's the Holy Spirit is with us. God is with us, you know. Jesus died for our sins to so that we have this personal connection with them. It's amazing stuff, but we all need to kind of go through and be mindful of that as this is going through. And you you watch this, right? This uh, we got another indictment, and you start. And this is what I say by taking a step back a little bit because we go through and we notice, wow, 
It looks like the devil's pulling a trick playbook again. The devil didn't learn the first time. The devil's just going to get another indictment. One, two, three, four. They're, now they're sounding like they're... I was reading a little thing today about another one happening in Arizona. So five indictments. You know what's crazy about that? Is that the devil's just repeating his playbook. And these people are on their righteous high horse. And just saying, oh, you know what? I think Trump, you know... Is not going to win. I think that you know, this is going to be his time to, you know, step down from the race. This is why I don't think he should have been running in the first place. I think it's time for real change or whatever. However, the heck DeSantis put it, you know, Brian Kemp, that two-faced traitor, he was going through and saying what he thought, and I'm going, this is not what, um. This is not really called for. This is not really what we what we voted for and asked for. People deserve better. I I'm, you know, those people in Georgia that wanted somebody really, you know, viable. I I don't I feel sorry for you guys for having Brian Kemp down there. And you know, maybe these people will have a come to Jesus moment. And that that's something I always pray for. I always pray that some of these people, these especially these wicked people, they have a come to Jesus moment, you know, even though you see a lot of times these areas where they just have just some rancid people in in politics and government. You pray for them, them, you know, the people themselves that they will be able to get work through this and get through the evilness that is there so that they can have better people um, you know, godly people, God called people in that scenario rather than, um, rather than what they have now. It's, it's quite, it's quite tragic to say the least of what is going on in government positions. But you read out what in the devil, you kind of can see how the devil controls and how he's trying to, you know, the devil is trying to go after that, right? He wants the people in government. He wants control of governments because then he has control over more people, all right? Because more people just listen to what the government says. Now, um, if you're like me and you just don't trust the government at all, you're probably in a better position to start with. Um, if you're listening to podcasts, you're probably, you know, hoping that and don't you don't touch the government and you're hoping that the government changes for the better and that you're working towards the government being in a better spot and you're part of that solution. That's how I kind of see it if you're listening to this podcast. If you're not and this is your first time listening, well, thank you for tuning in. I do appreciate it and I Hope that you're enjoying it, and if this is uh, waking you up or you have some comments, feel free to email me at the way freedom flies at proton.me. I'm more than willing to take your comments and your emails. You know, they're fun. So, uh, <laughs> um, I was going through, and we were this whole Trump indictment. It, and by the way, so Georgia opened this Trump indictment. Now, if Georgia now Brian Kemp there is a law that he signed that says if a, a county DA is not doing something right or whatever else he has the right to fire them so he has that option but he's not going to do that because he's on the whole thing with the election fraud there was no or there was no election fraud 
because that's the only way he got in, even though, by the way, you should be, why are, like, Brian Kemp and um, DeSantis and all these other people that Trump basically saved your career, got you elected, and now the best you can do to him is backstab him to no end. That doesn't make sense. By the way, that's not a godly thing to do, right, is to backstab somebody that's that somebody stuck out their neck to be able to help you be able to put you, to get you in a position where you're at, right? That's not a godly thing. Now, I don't, from what I can tell and what I've seen is Trump didn't do anything wrong to break that bond that you should have between you unless you were just the evil person to begin with and you didn't, and that you were being a two-faced deceiver to, you know, Trump, which fine. You, some people are going to say, well, Trump should have known better. You don't know everybody, and my thoughts on this are, because Trump even did McCarthy, and he said, oh, McCarthy should be speaker. I disagreed. Was he doing it um, because he fully believed it at some point, or was he also doing it to expose them to get the information out? I have no idea. I can't make that assessment, but part of me... I'm split down the center on either side because I think that maybe he didn't know better and, you know, he was just picking what his advisor was telling him. So he probably needs new advisors. But the other side of it, too, is that, you know, if he's doing it to expose people, I will say this. It's amazing because I think more and more people are waking up every single indictment uh, for all this craziness. So I appreciate that part of it. But. Um, yeah, this is, this is just something that I, you know, wanted to say and put out there because I think this fourth indictment is another heresy. And one other thing on the indictment too, I know I, I probably said that once, but is this indictment also opens up that if it's a misallegation, you can actually sue and go after the DA. And I believe, um... I was reading the law today, and I apologize. I should have kept the note. I've been um, uh, I've been going through and doing so much uh, different uh, reading on topics. I, I apologize. I, I meant to get this in, but I'm on a couple different computers. I know it's excuses, but and I I don't like excuses at all. So. This is what it is, and uh, I don't have that note in front of me. But I believe that you can go after Georgia if um, there's false allegations. So if this turns out to be these crazy allegations of being, well, and that's the other thing. Like these allegations are, oh, yeah, Trump said something on here. Trump, there was a news press on this. Like there's a First Amendment here down in Georgia it's like that they're trying to get rid of the Bill of Rights you, you look at the, the World Economic Forum and it's like these people are just trying going right out of there and just saying you are following the worldwide government the CPP style um, talking points and what we want and not what the actual constitution says and I hope you know to me I think that you need the Supreme Court needs to step in I mean even the Supreme Court of Georgia should be stepping in and saying Hey, this is a, this is not right. This you cannot do. I know that they were using the RICO law, but the RICO law wasn't for political adversaries. The RICO law was for organized crime, 
this isn't an organized crime. This is people seriously thinking that the election was stolen. And now you're trying to arrest people um, for it. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't like that at all. I this is uh, and, and Trump's coming out with stuff on Monday. So I will be I'm really excited on the 21st to see how that goes because um, this is going to be kind of huge. Now, getting into, since we're talking about presidential stuff, I, I, I fully believe that Trump will be the GOP presidential candidate, candidate and he's going to be the one to be elected. But, um, I mean, with all the indictments and all the, um, everyone coming for him, it's kind of hard not to at this point with where everyone's at. Why, why isn't everybody else getting, you know, ransacked and you know pillaged and everything else while trump's the only one it leads to be a question with the whole entire gop why isn't the gop also standing up for trump is another great question and we're going to talk about the gop in a little bit here um i guess we are talking about the gop already because we're going on to uh rams swarmy i apologize um uh, vec if i have mispronounced your name I've been back and forth on this guy. I'm kind of just waiting to see more because he said some weird stuff and he's gone back and forth. I have a gut feeling about him, but I'm I'm going to leave that to myself for right now. I'm, I'm going to let you guys make your own opinions on him as we go forward here. Um, but he laid out a detailed plan to dismantle the federal government. Um, and when he was speaking in New Hampshire Town Hall, now this is from, um, Cheryl, uh, at, oh, my goodness gracious, stupid phone, uh, it just closed, Cheryl Atkinson, and she had said here, or she was putting in an article, she didn't say, she's just put, reading what, or putting out what he said, um, is he's raps Ram Swarmy was specifically focused on shutting down the FBI and Department of Education while reorganizing the Nuclear Regulatory um, Commission community. Man, this thing is being really stupid. I'm on my phone for this article because that's where I was at, and uh, my phone's freaking out. Nuclear Regulatory Commissions. So mo he said most Republicans are if favor of reform i am in favor of a revolution any pol politician who says they're going to fix the deep state is delusional the only way is to shut it down this requires a president who knows exactly how to do it with strong legal and moral authority this is why i'm running the best way to end the weaponization of administrative state is to end administrative state you can't tame the leaf then you have to slay it and uh, so he has, and he has on Twitter, I recommend you go look at it, because he goes, shut down the FBI by moving the FBI out into these other places that it shouldn't be in the first place. So you're just moving the people around. You have not done anything. You still have the Department of Defense uh, intelligence agencies. They, you know, because you still, so what he wanted to do was, Take the FBI, which is underneath the Department of Justice, and then so you only have the U.S. Marshal Services. They move people out to the U.S. Secret Services, that, which is underneath Homeland Security. Then move some out to the Department of Defense, and then move others out to the Department of Treasury. I don't. 
The Treasury does not need any investigation side stuff because they have financial enforcement uh, network or financial crimes enforcement network. No, that's not part. That should not be part of the Treasury. The Treasury is supposed to be for, you know, financial stuff, not going after somebody. Come on. So greater specialization for greater security. Oh, I hate that. I want freedom. I do not want security. I can be my own security. Stop stop with this security stuff. Financial savings, headcount, and reduction. The cost alone will save the taxpayers $1.4 billion a year. Oh, uh, that's, that's sort of a lot in our $4 trillion budget. I mean, I appreciate any cuts, but come on. You're not doing anything. You're just moving everything around. You're shuffling the tables on the sinking titanic and reduce bias and restore accountability by moving the the corrupt individuals around come on um so and, and the guy responds to him yeah dhs also needs to go yeah that's what he he's not understanding and then he has on the network nuclear regulatory test right he wants to move those all over in department of energy epa the Federal uh, Emergency Management, or FEMA, and then Homeland Security. Yeah. Oh, so we're just, again, he's like, cost savings, $600 million, you know, increased competitiveness versus other countries. Yeah, I get that, but seriously, stop with just moving people around. How about let's stop, how about let's make some real change and get rid of that commission and then also remove like the epa that's not a um that's not a enumerated power the last time i checked what about the fema side i get that people want emergency access but the fema and the fema regions have not done any good overall in the vast majority for many people right they've been a thorn in people's side or slow to act why don't we instead keep the money in people's pockets so when there is a disaster that the people can go out and the local communities can then respond at a much faster pace even if it's a local or a state thing i would be more in favor than that than something at the federal level that is not a federal enumerated power you know i want people to be able to um get better at stuff now they said you know get rid of he also said department of education which i think is a huge thing now in this one he actually has some of the power going to states which is a you know the grants are going to the states but also the also is department of state as well some of the grants and loans department of treasury however and um, some stuff to department of labor i think that you get rid of the department of education and it just goes the grants and stuff goes to the states and the loans in the current form go to the department of treasury and then you have the loans and everything else be dealt by private sector we can't keep on going from the federal sector this the government is supposed to be small it's not supposed to be this enormous you know crazy large blubbering thing as it is today as everybody seems to kind of keep going down the road of making it be but uh we'll see and we'll we'll hopefully be getting it addressed i think that there's a lot of room you you get rid of 95 percent of the government i think that there is going to be a lot of room to um make everything a much better place now i want to as a time's winding down i want to talk about the republican party um here uh 
this is uh this is getting annoying so within a span of 10 15 minutes i get a text i'm on almost all the text strings because i'm trying to keep in touch of what the democrats and republicans are trying to do but here we go. It's Kevin McCarthy. I, I'll keep this huddle brief. Keep this huddle brief. I need to get you up to speed on the current situation before it's too late. You click on the link, and it takes you to a page. I'll keep this huddle brief. Keep this a huddle brief. Voters across the nation calling us to put a stop to Biden's ridiculous anti-America general. But if we miss our crucial fundraising deadline, we are going to fail. Life is outraising us. And outspending us, Biden's cronies are taking huge sums of cash and spending it on the most contentious issues facing America today, ensuring that the middle caste read about Americans and drowned. I'm only sending this hell Mary, um, yeah, it's not to the most loyal patriots because I know you won't let us down in this deadline to ensure the successful GOP majority this year. Um, you have a GOP majority. I don't believe that there's any more major voting this time, except for next year, 2024. And you're asking for money from me. You are not giving me an update. Based upon what you have done, McCarthy, which is sit on your hands and done nothing, I think that the appropriate amount of money for the GOP is $0. Actually, you probably should be paying me for listening to you and having to go through this email because uh or this text message and clicking the link because you said absolutely nothing in this we all know that biden's not you know going after the america um, agenda and being anti-american but you have done nothing to stop it in fact you said i would release those january 6 videos and you have done none of that so how can i trust that you're going to do anything if you can't even get that right mccarthy the problem with the Republican Party of those elected officials is that they're so gutless they couldn't even, you know, they couldn't even, I'm at a loss of words, let's put it that way. It's so infuriating that they want to then ask for money after not doing anything. Where were you on the Trump thing? No, he just gets indicted. And then everyone else that is around Trump or, you know, was around Trump goes through, oh, I, I agree, there, there was no voter fraud. That makes me believe that you were part of the voter fraud. I'm sorry, that's the way, it's, that's the way it is. Because if you, now you have to prove to me that you weren't part of the voter fraud. I, I get that that may not be what you think and how it's supposed to work, but that's the way it's working. So this is, can you, then they go on to say, can you rush eight, fifteen, twenty-five dollars by midnight to help us stand up, stand up for America and stop the left in their tracks? Stand up for America, you little prick. What did you do to stand up for America here lately? Have you done anything that you're, that the constituents wanted to ask for around the country? You are the Speaker of the House, so I'm. You're not just standing up for the one, you know, representation that you that you do, but now you have to you you have the ability to bring certain stuff to the floor and to be able to do it. Did you hold the Capitol Police accountable? Did you release everything that happened with the January sixth to the public yet? Giving it to Fox News and everybody else so some people can sift through it is not giving up the data. 
on a good note, uh, Josh uh, Howie, hey, hey, he's from Missouri. Josh from Missouri. I'm p- sorry I mispronounced your name. I should have listened to these names before I got on here. Just went to the Senate floor to try to pass a bill to toughen the sentences on child pornographers. And the Democrats blocked it again, calling the China pork crisis a conspiracy theory. And that tells you everything you need to know. I'm also curious on how many Republicans were also in with that. It's a shame. It's a, it's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame what these politicians think of our kids. What they think of us. And I'm not done because now we're going to go to the Wisconsin GOP. I'm here in Wisconsin, so guess what? They're getting a little bit. I do want to say uh, um, my representative has been doing a pretty good job. Rick, I have to say, uh, thank you for the letter, Rick. Uh, I do appreciate it if he's listening here. But uh, I I will end on our governor and kind of a little bit what Rick put in here. Wisconsin has had a tough time because we have Tony Evers, maybe the, uh, you know, that guy needs to get a new name. Tony Evers needs to get a new name. You know, my name's Anthony. I, I don't use Tony that often, but no, that can't be done. No, I, he's got to get a new name. <laughs> don't like the association here. I, <laughs> I have the brain cells. That other guy doesn't. Um, <laughs> I would say, um, Dumb as a box of rocks, but I don't want to insult rocks either. Okay, so Wisconsin GOP uh, has said, It comes to our attention that you neglected to fill out the Wisconsin Patriots form. This allows us to round up a list of supporters who know we can count on for 2024. Where do I start? Okay, Wisconsin GOP. I get it. You have the, what is it, a week or so, or two two weeks, you have the... um, GOP um, presidential debates here in Milwaukee, but come on, don't start going on 2024. The people want something done in 2023, and you haven't done it. Okay, continuing, it is more important than ever that we know that you're on our side. Are you in, Anthony, my name? Uh, We're going to need a response for your earliest convenience if we are going to win in the next election with how bad you've been running elections what's us to say that you're actually going to be you know in the next election doing something that is going to win it seems you know you got Rhonda up at the national level that can't seem to get out her own way unless she's getting you know another you know cosmetic surgery or make herself look better because that's all it seems like she's she wants to do and then you (laughs) And by the way, I don't know if she actually does that. It just feels that way because she has done literally nothing. People reach out to her on Twitter and stuff like that, and they contact her. I think it's uh, some people are contacting her like 100 straight plus days trying to get her attention on how to make sure that we're good for or make sure that the GOP has a ground game for 2024 with all the ballot harvesting and everything else. But they, they don't seem to respond. So you got that problem. And then... You have this Wisconsin GOP trying to go through and say Wisconsin is the epicenter of the Republican epicenter of Republicans in politics in 2024 with the Republican National Convention. The first presidential primary debate is taking place in Milwaukee. There's not a single moment worth twice. We need our team of patriots ready to go. Are you a patriot? Are you are you going to step up in 2024 and do what it takes to win? 
what you why are you phrasing this and putting this on me pay for the republican party of wisconsin here here's your problem is that am i doing what it takes right so right here you go and you can go and you can pledge now with your name number and everything else um calling to your patriots and if you pledge now oh look at it it is donating your support again I don't know what to say. It's um, it is the Republicans want money, and they do that through power. The Democrats want power, and they do that through money. And that's how this is all rolling. And if you take that, you kind of get to where we're at, and how they. Um, keep these fundraising things going what did you do for me in 2023 what have you done for me this year on the wisconsin side let's go to our horrible government here um the republicans been doing okay stuff i still think that they um they need to change some major stuff i think that you needed a new um leader of the assembly republicans i think that you just going with robin voss and everything else i think it was a oversight but um you know what do i know you guys didn't go for the juggler anyways um oh this is already a long podcast shoot i was gonna talk about that um you know the republicans did author a budget that was going to cut a lot in taxes right and they and i did like that the legislator approved the budget but then there was line items that the government can veto and so he vetoed three point five billion dollars in income tax cuts uh, to a mere 175 million in income tax cuts, which would have which would have been 573 dollars per filer instead um of relief and now we're only going to get 40 dollars per filer in relief so um that well you rick goes on to say you know republicans have been proven over the past decade that we can invest in priorities in our state like roads and health care while also sending more money back to hard-working taxpayers in wisconsin it was unfortunate governor evers decided taxpayer research to stay in madison but legislative republicans would continue to pursue to reduce taxes and so this was on taxes and i do appreciate you know his letter and reaching out to me because i think that is important um to be in contact with your constituents and i do call them i i do call my representatives i i think that it's important i call my senators they're less likely to get back to me. Do we struggle? Um, <laughs> he's on the state side. He um, he seems to be missing the ball a lot uh, trying to get back to people. But um, I won't say I understand it. I think that you're elected by people. You should get back to them, um, especially if they decide to call you and give you give you on uh, their mind. I'm open to communication. If you're going to leave me on a voicemail. You're probably going to get a more rough me than if you're on the phone with me. <laughs> I, uh, well, that's probably not true. Um, you're going to get a rough me, whatever it is. <laughs> uh, I get going and I get going. I mean, here, here's one thing for Wisconsin. Why don't we start getting rid of the DNR um, side of getting all this emissions testing? Just get out of that. One, it's not, um, I mean, I went to one station. The machine was down the other day. 
um, last time I went. So then I had to go another one. You're just inconveniencing everybody and you're not paying those people enough to even be anything. And it's, there's been studies out that show you're not getting any real benefits. And with the shops that then repair these vehicles that then are scamming people, you're actually creating more problems. So it's government sponsored scamming which isn't a real thing. And you see that a lot of other states. Oh, man, I do apologize that I'm running long here. Um, I, I hope that you all are enjoying this. But maybe next time we will get into um, going for the jugular and the GOP because I think that there is opportunities for that. And um, I will make a note for this. And we will do that next time. But I appreciate all of you here um, listening to the way freedom flies and supporting it i am praying for everybody out there and i hope that you all have a great and a blessed week and until next time god bless